Welcome to Meet the Actor at the Apple Store, Regent Street in London. Would you please welcome our guest moderator, BBC Radio 1 and 6 Music DJ, Edith Bowman. What a great turnout. Evening, everyone. How are you all? Thank you so much uh, for coming down here today. Um, we have a very young, incredibly talented young lady who's going to come out and chat to us all in, in just one second. But ahead of that, let's... Uh, Let's take a look at the trailer for her new film, Lovelace. To me, it's a movie, like any other movie, only it has so many better things in it. Like what? Like me. <laughs> so have you slept with that guy yet? No! <laughs> there are other things that you can do. I'd like to meet your folks. How's everything coming in there? Almost there, Ma! <sighs> I think they dig me. She's beautiful, but it's not like the old days, you know, where you just point a camera at two people screwing and you call it art. I've never seen a porno before. I could teach you. Is she actually doing that? <laughs> yeah, right. You see that? That is art. Your girl is gonna be a star. The one, the only, Linda Lovelace. I don't have any skills. That's not what I heard. Action. I'm really sorry. Did I do something wrong? No, no, no. sweetie, no, no. <laughs> I think you can be a real star. The pornographic film Deep Throat has become one of the most popular and profitable blue movies of all time. This is a phenomenon. You're gonna be filthy rich. You get her doing what she's good at. I'm not doing any more porn. You're gonna do this. <laughs> What did you do to make him angry? I guess I didn't do what he wanted me to. We're all gonna win Oscars. I learned how to enjoy sex, and I feel free. Please welcome to the stage the star of Lovelace, Amanda Seyfried. Thanks. Hi. Hi. Um, thank you for being here tonight. Let's talk about this film. This, uh, do you want to say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. Amazing turnout tonight as well for you. This is great. It's, just, it's just me. Uh, there's nobody, nobody else coming. I hope that's OK. We're going to get some questions from you guys uh, in a little bit. I'm going to kick things off. Um, Congratulations, Amanda. This is, um, Thanks. The film's incredible. Your performance is, is mind-blowing, to be honest. And a, and, a, and a story as well that's it's tragic. What a, what, a, what a life this woman was forced to lead, really. Uh, was that the attraction for you to, to play this part? Was, you know, I imagine it was a challenge in terms of the role for you. I, I think um, we all... The, the, the fact that we all have this idea about who this woman, this woman is because she's a household name was so fascinating because she's not, I mean, her story is completely unlike what we projected as a society. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know, I just think that's, it's so attractive when you, when, when someone has a completely, like, like, it's just so tragic and so, so the opposite of, of, of what we think. Is it easier or harder as an actor to play someone who's 
existed a real person. It is absolutely um, harder because because you have to you have the responsibility to validate this person's existence. You have this. Um, you have, there's just I mean it's there's like there's not a lot of freedom. I mean, you know I I have I mean the, the cool thing is that you have a lot of a lot of stuff to work with for somebody that's famous. There's a lot of stuff available to me. Yeah. But yeah, you're just you're in a box for that, and you have to. Um, oof, you got to tell their story the way they would want you to tell it. Yeah. I mean, especially because it's this perspective of our movie is from her perspective. Well, that's the clever thing that I love about the film is like you you almost get the two you get two sides to it. You get the side that that everybody saw that the public saw his perfect life almost, and then. You kind of go back and you get her perspective, which was anything but that. Oh, yeah. So you get these two two sides to it, which is a very clever way of of you know of of narrating the film almost. It is. I mean, I think it would have been great either way if it had been more linear. That would have been cool too. But um, but people, it is it, it is a bit shocking halfway through where you're seeing what was really going on underneath all that. Yeah. Did you have a did you have an idea of, of who she was going into the film and did that change through, you know, doing research and, and being her throughout the making of this film? Yeah, the first thing that um, I did was I read her first book, Ordeal, and the, the account, her accounts of her life and, and how, what she had to deal with with her husband in, in terms of, like, domestic abuse was, like, it was insane, it was depressing, it was, uh, it was hard to read. Um, and knowing that, I, yeah, my whole idea of her changed. I didn't, she was just a household name. I, I was born in the mid-80s. I had no idea who this woman was. But I, but I knew she was a, a porn star. Yeah. But she was a lot more than that as well, especially <sighs> post that part of her, her life. That's what's so fascinating about her. I don't think if, if I had gone through, through her ordeal, I don't know if I would have had the strength to, to get back up after being like thrown down and, and just abused and just um, literally just like shaken to the core. I don't know if I would have been able to, to speak out and find the strength to like tell my story. And she did. And she was an anti-porn crusader with Gloria Steinem and Catherine McKinnon. And she, um, she tried her best. She wrote two books to try to, you know, speak out against domestic violence as well and in porn. And it was just... A lot of people listened, but most people didn't. Mm. For you, what was the thing that made you want to do this project? Was there one thing or was it you know, a, a selection of...? Um, the one thing was that I was looking for a challenge. I wanted to play somebody that really existed and had a real story to tell. Um, that was the main thing. And when this opportunity came, I was like, well, it's pretty risky, but man, what, a, what an opportunity. If done right, it could be really emotionally it could be quite an education for me personally as well yeah as um as an actor um so that was like the, that was the first thing the script was so good i i have these guys jeffrey and rob rob epstein jeffrey friedman these directors they did howl and they did a bunch of rob won him an, an oscar for his he did this amazing documentary about harvey milk that was milk was based yeah. on um just really lots of integrity i knew they were going to do it well I they knew do, they were going to tell they their story. They do people really well, don't they? Yeah. I, I, I love their documentaries. I think they're just really smart. What did you walk away learning then? You said you wanted to learn something. Did you walk away learning, I don't know, something about yourself or in terms of your career? or I or think about 
I'm, I feel like I'm pretty lazy. I usually play versions of myself, and I realize that I, I do have the capacity to embody someone else, which is good, which is nice and gives me a little bit of confidence. I feel like I'm an act, I can, I'm, I don't know, I feel like a real actor, finally. Um, I realize that this is, that um, stepping into someone else's shoes is one of the most rewarding things ever. Yeah. Um, and I learned that it's really hard to, to, to dive that deeply into something and come out. Um, it doesn't happen, what I'm trying to say is it doesn't happen quickly. I kind of had to, um, it was hard leaving this, leaving this role behind. It was really weird. Well, you did it before Le Mis, didn't you? Is that right? Yeah. You this before Thank Le Mis. God, I came to London like three weeks after I, sh I wrapped Lovelace and I had to play this 18-year-old virgin um, <laughs> singing like these love songs. And thank God for that because I was so deeply into the Linda of, of it all because she's, I don't know. Uh, this is an important role for you. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely, I'm trying to prove to people that I, I'm worthy of, being up there on that screen, um, because that's all I can do. It's all I, that's all I want to ever do. Do you know what I mean? It sucks. I don't have any other passions. <laughs> <laughs> but what you what you do up there is is you know is incredible entertainment. But also in terms of you talking about it being a real person, and it's you know, and it's a it's a brief story to tell as well for this woman. But it's it's an important story. It to is tell. important, and there's so many cynics. I mean, there's so many people that still ask me, really, really, do you believe that? Do you, do you? I was on a panel last week, and these 50, 60 people were like, I don't know, I don't know. She's, she's a porn star. I mean, she seemed to really love it. But the fact is, there were probably aspects that she loved yeah. about her life in the, the 17 days she spent in the porn industry, um, like the glamour of it. But the fact is, this woman was beaten down to nothing. Um, little known fact, she was on welfare most of her life, even though she was the poster child for a movie that made $600 million worldwide. Wow. It's ridiculous. We're going to take a look at a couple of clips. Uh, the first clip is, is you know, this, this, the start of the story, really, and, and what she thought was, was the start of a, you know, a loving relationship, a supportive relationship. And um, we'll talk about your co-star in a second after we've seen this clip. We're talking about meeting the parents for the first time. Right home. Wait, 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 wait. Come on. Come on. You haven't said a word since we got in the car. You can tell me? What is it? What's going on? <sighs> okay. I got pregnant. Mm. And I had a baby last year. And that's why we moved here from Yonkers. Where's this, where's this baby now? I don't even know. My mom put him up for adoption. She told me I was signing circumcision papers. Damn. Yeah. I'd like to meet your folks. Really? I think they dig me. No, they don't dig anybody. <laughs> they don't even dig themselves. Listen, I'll make you a bet. You have me over for dinner. By the end of the night, if they say, what a lovely young man, then I win. Well, what do you win? 
you spend the night at my house. And if they don't, what do I win? You spend the night at my house. Loved him. He was her escape from from a really one controlled to another. one controlled environment <laughs> to um, an even more controlled environment. But she didn't know that. She, yeah, we all make this. We all choose the wrong person at at a certain point in our lives. Let's talk about Peter. Um, what a creep! <laughs> in real life, he's so good at that. No, funny he's, enough, he's, he's not. You say that he's so good at scaring you. Yeah. Whatever he does when he's playing those intimidating characters, within a second I'm scared. I know. Yeah, it, he's <laughs> he's um he's really good at playing this the psychopath or the um the, the sociopath. I I love it. Um, <laughs> it's really good to work <laughs> work opposite because he's just one of the best. Mm. Do you learn a lot when you work opposite people like that? Do you kind of feed off people who are? Yeah, I think they raise you up in some way. Um, on some level, they they're, you're definitely better f for having them with you. But I, I you know I I just learned that it's it's good to be to be relaxed and and I keep learning that with with the best actors that I've worked with. They're just they're just they're not holding on too tight to anything, to yeah. any idea, to any word in the script. It's like they're just they're just they're in it. It's so interesting to watch. When you're working alongside someone, did you know Peter before working on this film? No, I didn't. But when you when you you're about to work with someone on a project like this, and you know, and the relationship between your two characters is so tempestuous, passionate, and violent as well, how do you how do you prepare for that b between the two of you? You just have to. I mean, f what we did was we did a little bit of improv, not alone, because that would have been creepy. But we had uh, Rob and Jeff and in the room with us, and we'd go through certain scenes. And we'd start out with the dialogue and then we'd go off the page. And we did it for five days. And he's an easy person to, to get to know. He's very open. And I like to think that I am too, so it was super easy. I mean, you never know. You could get somebody that's just... You could get somebody that's pretentious and doesn't have the time for this kind of stuff. And then yeah. you, you, it's really difficult to create the relationship in, in, while the cameras are rolling. But with him, it was just like we meshed very, very, um, almost immediately. Yeah. And trust. Trust is yeah. like the main thing. I mean, you got to believe this relationship because that's what the movie's about. I mean, some movies are about, you know, people who, who have been in relationships for 15, 20 years about married couples, but this one, luckily, we had the, the meeting of the two characters first. But, yeah. I mean, it could, it could be worse. But I would have been able to do that with him because he's... Because it worked... I imagine trust was a big thing for you in a whole around this movie as well, in terms yeah. of, you know, you said you wanted to put yourself out there in terms of, uh, of, of you know, encompassing this character and stuff. The, you know, the, the nudity involved in it, the, you know, this incredible character that you're, you're playing. Trust must have been a big thing overall for you with this. Absolutely. And I, there was no moment at which I was um, un uncertain I, my, our, Rob and Jeff created the perfect atmosphere, and especially because we, I, I get it from from both sides. They're they're coming from one place, but they're articu articulating differently. Yeah. And I'm getting so much support, 
And with Sharon Stone, who plays my mother, she's unrecognizable. She's like, she was just there. She's very maternal. She was just on my side trying to, to help me through like the tough parts. And I just felt, I felt 100% supported. It was, um, it was almost like a better than, than what I had growing up as a child, you know? <laughs> New family. It was so ideal. And um, we've got another clip here talking about trust. And this is a, it's, it's a great scene where you, you kind of see her. She's almost realizing what she's, she can get out of this situation almost in terms of what she's, the world that she's entering. This is, right. a, this is a great scene where she's uh, having a photograph taken. Tell me about the person you're playing. Well, at first I'm closed up like a flower mm -hmm. bud. Yeah. And then gradually the petals start to open and, and then I finally learn about myself and I learn how to, to enjoy sex. Beautiful. And I feel free. Shots. No, I know it's not that. It's just you made me beautiful. <laughs> I love him. He's so West. nice to her. Well, Wes Bentley too. He's <laughs> we've got some crazy cameos in this movie. Um, yeah, he's so nice to her. I know, and it's the first. It's the only scene that Chuck's not really present for, mm. which is. I think she was able to, I mean, Chuck literally wouldn't let her go to the bathroom without him. So it was nice that she had moments that she could, where people were, yeah, were, were sweet to her and gave her some really positive attention. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned Sharon Stone. We're going to look at this final clip, which, you know, she, she very much did go from one controlling environment to, to another. And she, she reached out, you know, at a point where she was almost at breaking point back to her mother. And this is the reaction that she got. Hi, Ma. For the love of Christ, it's 2 a.m. I know. I know. Don't wake your father. You want some date? I got leftovers. Your bag of bones, Linda. No, I'm not hungry, Mom. So what'd you wake me up in the middle of the night for? I was really hoping that uh, I, I could, um... move back in here for a while. Here? Yeah. No. You know that's not possible. Why not? How would it look for a married woman to move in with her parents apart from her husband? He hits me, Mom. can't say I'm surprised. What did you do? What do you mean what I do? What did you do to make him angry? He didn't just hitch out of the blue. 
I guess I didn't do what he wanted me to. Wow. I was sobbing at that point watching that film. It's like, you, you can't, oh, can't believe that she, you know, the one person or people that you expect to keep, you know, the door to be open for her, to help her, for her to be able to reach out, she gets the door thrown back in her face. Well, to be fair, that was the, the time, you know, and the way she, the way Dorothy was brought up, and she thinks that she's doing her daughter a favor. She thinks that she's loving her. Like, tough love is, is, was, was very popular, I think. Probably still is, um, but I, in certain households. But I, I just, yeah, I mean, she... Uh, it's 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 a pretty pretty insane. She's turned away from her own her own mother. I would just I would just live in the bushes, you know, <laughs> if I were her at that point. I just, but uh, at the end of the scene, Chuck calls and he comes back and picks her up. So I don't know who's more terrifying, the mom or Chuck. They're kind of like yeah. They should just run away together. Exactly. Like, they'd yeah. live a happy life together. I He'd know. be terrified of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he should probably, made for each other. She'd probably keep him in check, <laughs> yeah. if that's possible. Wow, and, and on a light note, whilst you, that was on your like favorite hairstyle, that is one thing I loved about the film as well. Is it must have been for a girl and clothes and all that and looks great fun to dress it's up. It's so it really did help that though, get into character as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it is so important. I know Daniel Day Lewis always says he starts with the shoes. <laughs> I get it. I finally get it. I always <laughs> thought that was kind of weird. And I was like, come on, it's all in your head. But it's true. It, the, 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 the costume is, is, is so, it's so much of it. So I had such a good time. God, I wish I was born in the late 50s so I could have enjoyed it. But um, I get to be an actor and play, you know. Do you have a favorite? I mean, favorite's probably not the right word to use. But, but do, you, do you have a, a favorite film or, or scene from the film or one that you're most proud of from the film? I mean, the whole From film this film, most proud of yeah. Oh uh, yeah, my favorite scene is with the cops. In in she's running away from from Chuck and and uh, she's running down the street in her bare feet and he catches up with her and like she falls onto the pavement and cuts herself and these cops come up, um, and they recognize her, and they as soon as they see that it's the porn star Linda Lovelace, they're like, ah, you're bruised and your husband is. Um, looking suspicious, but you're a porn star. You should be fine. Like, can I have an autograph? It's really weird. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it's it's my favorite scene because it, it it does show um, the people's the scope. preconception <laughs> of as well of of her as a person as well. Yeah, like ah, oh, you're you're getting beat up. Oh, you're a porn star. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's disgusting, but I don't know. If only they'd looked in her face, they would have seen. Oh my God! Sheer like terror and yeah. help. It's, it's it's definitely not not for the yeah. It's not for the lighthearted. Not at all. It's an incredible film to see. Right, let's get some questions from this huge audience that we have today. We have a couple of mics on either side of the room, so if you have a question, raise your hand and we'll get the microphone brought to you uh, and ask you ask away the questions. Who would like to go first? And um, we've got a lady in the pink top right there. How was this role like different from all the other roles you've played in other films? It, it was just the fact that I was playing somebody that really had a, a life, an actual human being. Um, it was it was so much... I don't know, it was just so different for me. It's such a departure. I'm usually just playing myself. Um, and, Very and hard it's, on yourself. 
It's, <laughs> oh, no, I mean, but, but, you know, I just, it's, it's easy. It's just like I just want to be natural, as realistic as possible when I'm acting. I don't know. But um, this was, God, I even had an accent. It was hard, but it's fun. Gentleman in front there. Hi. I'm a fan of your work, actually, and my favorite film is uh, Chloe, which I think you are phenomenal in it. Thanks. Actually, I have two questions. My first question is, how did you prepare for this role? And another question is, can I take a photo with you after the Q&A? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, second question, yes. Uh, first question, um, she wrote two books, Out of Bondage and Ordeal. She also, there's a lot of footage online from when she was uh, in, in, into the anti-porn movement. Um, we reenacted some of those, those interviews as well. Um, I, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a movie called Deep Throat. <laughs> Had you seen it? Which is, no, it was pretty boring. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. It's not sexy. There's nothing sexy about it. But I did as much, I saw everything that I could possibly see. I, 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 I had everything I could put, got, get my hands on. And that's how I prepared. I mean, you just got to know this person. You got to love the person that you're playing. Even if, like, even even Peter, I mean, he finds a way to make this guy, um, he finds a way to, 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 to sympathize with him. And it's hard when you're playing a monster. So it's like, but you have to, you have to find some way to connect to each character. So that's what I did. Well, did you speak to anyone that, that, knew, that knew her? Did yeah, I'm actually in touch, um, very friendly with her children, who are, I think, 33 and 36. Wow. And... Her daughter is a spitting image of her, and it's really, I still can't get over it when I'm with them. I'm, I was just with them again last week, and uh, it's just weird. It's just weird. Have they seen the film? Yeah, they love it. They've seen it a bunch of times. <laughs> they actually, um, they've been traveling with us while we were doing the press tour a little bit. It's, it's the second best thing to having Linda around, of course. Um, and they love their mother. They, they really loved her, and when they saw the film, they were like, this is the first, this is, I can finally sh show... They both said we can finally show this to our partners so they can really get a, a handle on who our mother really was. Wow. Which is profound. Yeah. Um, it, was it was amazing. Great. That's why. So I'm hanging out with them a lot. To get some <laughs> good New best encouragement. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, lady here. Hi, Amanda. Um, I love you. And um, I have two questions. If you can meet Linda today, um, is there anything in particular you would say to her? Good question. And um, in that clip with Sharon Stone, was that your real hair? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about getting a perm because don't. it's really, I'm not going to. Don't. Well, I've been there, done it. Don't really? Do it. Yeah, don't do it. <sighs> the wigs are much better. Something so fun about that bouncy hair, but it was, I only got to wear that wig like twice. Um, I, I don't I guess I've, I've been asked this question before about Linda, um, what I'd say to her. I would just, I don't know if I would say anything. I would probably, probably just thank her um, for trying to tell her story as hard as she did. I'd, I don't know, I, I feel for her. I in some way love her because, of, because I spend so much time with her. In certain ways, I feel like a stalker because I know so much about her. When I met her kids, I was like, I know you're, I'm playing your, this isn't creepy. But, um, <laughs> but it, I really, I know a lot about this woman. And, and when you know this much about somebody, it's so hard to not just care deeply about them. So I'd say thanks. And care deeply about what they stood for. 
What? And care deeply about what oh. these do. Yeah, I mean, she is just a normal person like us, and she just made some bad choices. And it's just you just see how, I don't know, things sometimes just don't go the way you plan. Right next to you, lady with a question there. Hi, Amanda. Hey. Uh, greetings from my husband. He loves you. Oh. <laughs> uh, just uh, wondering how long you're going to stay in London, and do you have any special plans? Oh, um, only here till Thursday. It's a quick one. Um, I'm, I have a vacation next week before I start my next film, so I, I'm, I'm eager to get back to my dog. And I'm just going to pretty much sit with my dog. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter. <laughs> Love London, though. Not kidding. What? You love London. I love though. London. I've lived here she knows a the lot. Tube inside out. It's I know the tube inside out. It's um, it's. I love the. I never ride the subway in New York. I but I I I barely take cabs here because I like the tube. It's a really good system. I'm. I'm maybe I'm. If you're ever lost boring. and you see her, she's a great guy. I'm. Oh, well, I also am a map studier, <laughs> so I know exactly where I am at all times. Uh, lady here, in the uh, with the great yeah the great sweater on. This one here, yeah. Amanda, you're amazing. Thanks. Did you, when you were 13 years old, did you always dream of being an actress? Uh, 13 was a meteor, was the meteorology year. I wanted to be a weather girl. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, after that was, was like, I, it changed so much. I always wanted to be on t television um, for some reason, because I, I was pretty outgoing as a kid, but yeah, that was, you know, I was, I was definitely going to be a meteorologist. And then I think after that, a tennis player. <laughs> and then um, there's, uh, at one point, a pastry chef. It's, it's you know, dreams, man. <laughs> Keep them going. Keep the dreams going. Next yeah, question. it's true. Yeah. One of them will work out. Uh, lady there, yeah. Just, yeah, they're great. Hi, Amanda. I didn't really have anything about your movies, but how are you today? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I'm really, really tired. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to eat. I'm going to have some dim sum later. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Good. Is it raining still? Anybody? Um, I, it wasn't raining when I came, so I don't know. <laughs> I really want to go shopping when I'm done with this. Maybe we should go together. <laughs> yeah, I need a new phone. If you're so. buying, then definitely. <laughs> uh, just... Pass the mic behind, if that's okay, the lady there. Thank you. Um, all your other films, you've played like quite innocent people. Like, was it quite hard to play your sort of? It's n that's actually the funniest thing is. It's it would seem like a challenge, but I really love going out of my comfort zone in terms of. I mean, it's not even out of my comfort zone anymore. I like to play these racy, dark roles. I just. I like to play the like in Chloe. It's like the psychosexual stuff. It's just really, really really interesting for me um, because it's there's such a stigma attached to it. I don't know. I like to explore that kind of stuff. So if that, sorry, I think I cut you off, but. Do you think this will um, broaden that even more, do you think, in terms of, you know, of, of where you go and where you want to go and what you want to try? And I hope it, 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 I hope it opens people's and people in the industry, the directors that I want to work with, I hope it kind of um, 
opens their minds up about me and, and, and my capabilities, or at least what I want to do. I mean, if I keep doing this kind of stuff, maybe it'll, I mean, I'd love to play a, a sociopath at some point. I'd love to, I think it's really interesting. My mom actually works on a psych ward, and she meets incredibly charming, weird, just eccentric, sick people. And it's fascinating. I mean, I think it's just, it would just be really, really fun. Um, yeah. You could do a bit of everything. Comedy as well. You've got great timing. Comedy Thanks. as well. Yeah. I have a comedy coming out next year. I just did one, trying to keep people guessing. Um, so that was fun. Is that it? That's all we, so we get, just comedy. Oh, people well, do you know, do you guys know Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote another gem of a movie, and um, it's 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 a western, but it's all modern day speak. Like we're all like talking like this. We don't. Nobody really has a southern accent because that's always really. That could be really distracting, yeah. and it's a it's a like broad comedy. It's like a Blazing Saddles. Great. Um, really funny, and I actually do something this movie that I've never seen done in any movie ever with Neil Patrick Harris. Pretty gross, but it's pretty funny as well. And that's all she's going to tell us about that one. Um, lady here in the middle with the, the lovely curly hair. That's not perm, by the way. That's natural, I think. Yeah, it's natural. What was it like <laughs> um, working with Seth MacFarlane? Oh, really fun. <laughs> Did you know that Seth MacFarlane is actually an incredibly talented actor? He stars in this movie. Like he, It's just it's him. He's the lead guy. Um, Throngs of girls are going to be going after him if they aren't already after this movie. He's really, really funny. And he lets me, he lets all of it, he always thinks it's about casting. So he casts who he thinks would be perfect for the role. Um, and I was lucky enough to be, to be considered. And, and, then, and then he just lets you do what you need to do. And you, you stay, you keep with the script and, and you have so much freedom. Being around him is, is really entertaining. I bet after, the, you know, this it's kind of you know great to have these different oh, yeah you know from this to singing and being kind of you know well it was pretty sad but you know still singing cheers you up doesn't it of course it does Sometimes. not when you don't oh, think you're yeah, singing well enough we've got time for two more questions hello young lady what's your question can we get a microphone to this oh one? you can or, or you can shout you can shout it out hi uh, hey do you have any favorite places here in london in london um Favorite places? Ooh, I I, like I for shopping. I love or Top eating. Shop, eating Top Shop, and um, for eating, um, I like just walking the streets and yeah, not in that way. But yeah. um, I don't know. <laughs> I I got really into Notting Hill the last time I was living here. Um, I like walk, also like walking the park. Manda's um, guide to London. Included with a tuba map as well. Last yeah. question from a lady at the back with the stripy top on. Um, hi. Um, my question would be, how was preparing for this role different from any other role you've prepared for? I, this was I was I had these these big limits that I I had to um, just channel this one specific person with this one specific. Um, life and I didn't really have the liberties to 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 go outside of that because um, it was really just her, from her point point of view and um, I guess it was just it was a little um, it was a little e easier to I, I guess I, well, I prepared I mean I don't normally prepared that much for, for a lot of roles because 
and usually just playing a version of myself in these specific circumstances. Um, like with Les Mis, for instance, I sang every day and I, um, I rehearsed some dancing stuff, but it was all physical. It wasn't like this emotional journey at all. And this one was different because I just had to, I, I, I had to jump into someone else's skin, which is really, um, it's got its advantages and disadvantages. Well, the results of it Thanks. are absolutely incredible. Thanks. Um, the film's out on the 23rd of August. Thank you all so much for your time. And for Thanks coming for coming. Tonight. This is really nice. And um, for your questions. Uh, Amanda, see you everyone. Thanks. <laughs>